the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, live in the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl. I'm a bad girl every night of the week, but sometimes. I'm especially bad as we are rolling into the weekend. Happy Friday Eve, everybody. Thank Jesus. Thank you indeed, Jesus. And I mean that literally. Thank you for the just every day is just a a reason in and of itself to give gratitude to the man above. I'm always grateful anytime I get to share this time with you guys out there, whether you're listening in your car on the way home, listening on the stream at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. If you're watching live right now on Facebook, on the Answer San Diego Facebook page or Twitter, however you are listening and watching, it's just an honor to have you guys here with me tonight, every night of the week. Email me at AndreaKShow.com. Call in our live number 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We've got a 24-hour hotline. I will give that number out a a little bit later uh, for the show. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. And I'd like to say now that I'm getting paid exactly the same as DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins did last year. It's funny because it's true. Can't wait. Almost to Friday. One day away. Oh, did we have some amazing weather today? I don't even know if you even had a chance to enjoy it. No, I've been in air conditioning all day. Oh my gosh. Absolutely glorious weather today. Back up getting a little bit in the warm uh, uh, territory up in the high 60s. Not quite as warm as I'd like it, but just absolutely glorious. And so just a beautiful day. Looking forward to the weekend here. Hey, looking forward to at the bottom half of the hour, got a new guest on the Andrea K Show is going to be here tonight. His, um, he has been, let's see, he's been the editor of... The New American. He's a senior editor at The New American. He's been there for quite a, quite a long time. And he's got a great article out now on The New American called uh, Enemies of the State. And we've got, to con- we've got to continue to keep the pressure on the enemies of the state. And they are there are many enemies of the state. His article in particular focuses on Jan 6 and the FBI and the DOJ. And we've got to continue to keep the focus on that story. There is actually breaking news and has been in the past few days over this Jan 6 situation. And so we're going to continue to put the pressure on that. Elise Stefanik has come out today and talked about what the goal is of the select the new select committee that has to do with investigating the weaponization of the United States. I'm not sure she's on the mark for me. So we're going to be talking with Mr. Jasper from the New American about that at the bottom half of the hour. The number one story that everybody should be talking about today across the country, particularly I don't even bother to even tell y'all anymore. 
Today, there was a former NFL 25-year-old athlete. Yesterday was another one. I mean, literally, there's memes going around showing dead flies and saying the dead flies are all acting like young athletes, right? I mean, just an, an, it's another day, another young athlete dying suddenly or another teenager dying suddenly. And um, the, the reality is... The extent of the threat of these shots that were pushed out on the American people, I don't think we've got any idea as to what the extent is. But to see, hat tip to Project Veritas. We mentioned it last night, but we didn't have any audio to share with you guys. And we've got some audio we want to play for you from this shocking tape uh, that Project Veritas did. Uh, that uh, is of this guy, and, and don't bother to Google, because Google has started censoring the story, by the way. Uh, his name is Jordan Tristian Walker. He's the Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and, quote, mRNA Scientific Planner. That's a big title. That's somebody who's doing more than keeping the coffee pods filled, you know, in the lunchroom. Okay, and he was caught on video. Uh, You might be able to see some of the video on um, Google's. You know, I I hardly use Google anyway. The only time I use Google really is if I'm looking for recipes. If I need to find a serious story, if I'm hearing that Project Veritas has caught a Pfizer executive bragging about how they are literally in the process of using monkeys to mutate viruses for the purpose of putting shots in people's arms so that they can make a lot of money. I don't go to Google to get my information on that. DuckDuckGo isn't the best, but at least it gives us something. So we're going to play a little bit of this audio clip. And, and just because I, I, if, if I read the words, I want you to know that this is actually somebody saying this. If I were, if, if, and Skins and I talked about this before the show because the audio isn't the best. And it's like, well, do we play it or not? It's so important that we felt like we got to play it for you. If you do have any trouble listening to it, I am going to read back what he says because this should scare the crap out of every American skins please play the clip pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating covid well that is not what we say to the public no don't tell anyone you know how the virus keeps mutating yeah well one of the things we're exploring is like why don't we just mutate it ourselves we can create undefined developed new vaccines right so we have to do that if we're going to do that though there's a risk of like as you could imagine no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses <laughs> be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate it doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. It's the wave of the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like, it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Did you hear what he said? He's talking really fast. He's talking about, don't tell anyone this. He's talking about how... Um, he goes, you know the viruses, how the viruses keep mutating? And I'm reading a quote. One of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves? So we can preemptively develop new vaccines, Right. And if we're going to do that, he says, and I'm quoting, if we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, what is he, like from the valley? If you're going to do that, there's like, you know, as you can imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating blanking viruses. No, we don't. He goes on to say, you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that like goes everywhere, which is I suspect is the way the virus started in Wuhan, to be honest. Like it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Well, of course it it didn't pop out of nowhere. Of course it was created in a lab. That's what gain of function research is. They're creating gain of function means we're going to take this virus 
And we're going to make it even more and more and more lethal. We're going to gain it, its function. A virus's function is to be lethal, right? It's to mess you up and to mess up your body, mess up your immune system. So they're in a lab seeing how they can make that even even worse. That's what they're doing. He goes on to explain at some point. He goes on to talk about how um, they're they're using monkeys to achieve this. He says at one point it's going to be a cash cow. Of course it's going to be a cash cow. Hasn't it already been a cash cow for everybody involved? Not just Big Pharma. I'm old enough to remember when Big Pharma was like, you know, Big Oil, right? Remember remember Big Oil? That, that was a big thing. Everybody used to hate the oil industries. Everybody used to hate Big Pharma even back when uh, George W. Book took office. Remember the greedy geezer bill? Remember what it had to do with, with Big Pharma? In this case, instead of using bats, they're using monkeys to do it. Going to be a cash cow, he says. And let me tell you, they're going to be pushing this out. Oh, and then, I don't know if you guys, if if you do want to Google, you can see the video of him after he realizes he's been audio taped. Because at one point he says, now don't tell anybody this. Don't be, you promise you're not going to tell anybody this? This is the same company, by the way, that tried to hide through the courts all the documentation and the data related to pushing these shots out, these poison, this poison out on the American people. They tried to hide it for 75 years. And let me tell you, if you don't think it's poison, you're not bothering to go, you're not bothering to research it. Scott Adams, well-known Twitter guy, has finally come out with a video saying, you know what, to, to the unjabbed, you, you guys were the ones that did the right thing. Now I'm in a position... I don't, know, I don't know if you guys know who he is. Massive following. Um, he was considered a conservative who came out in support of all of this stuff related to he allowed it. He allowed his mind uh, to be infested with panic, abandoned common sense and reasoning and jumped on board all this stuff. And now he's admitting that those of us that questioned and those of us that decided, you know what, I'm not going to trust my government. I'm not going to trust what they're telling me here. Why would I do that? We were the ones that, that were on the right side. And you know what? What I, what I tweeted out today, what I tweeted out today was there's nobody that, like myself, and this isn't about bragging, and, and let me explain why. Because there's nobody that, that looked at this and said, no, no way, am I, no way am, I, am I buying the story that's being pushed out by the U.S. government and the Fauci and Dr. Burks and, Burks and the CDC and the NIH and the NIAID. It, it's not about us having any special abilities or being seers, right? S-E-E-R. It's about those of us that said, you know what? I'm going to apply my common sense and my reasoning to the situation and say that there's never been a time in this country where we locked healthy people in their homes and we didn't allow them to go anywhere until we tested them over and over and over again to see if they had a virus when they had no symptoms. And then we're going to we're going to push as much as we've known about our medical community and like the Salk Institute that I talked about and shots, as much as we've known about all that and how long it takes to get a drug to market and how Donald J. Trump had to fight by hook and crook for something called the Right to Try Act. This is where dying people were being told in this country, you can't get it. You can't try that that chemotherapy drug that might save your life. You're 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 end of life dealing with stage four cancer. You've got 60 days to live. We can't let you try that drug. The same people that were telling telling dying cancer patients that they don't have the right to try a drug that might save their life were the same people telling you that you couldn't leave your home unless you were willing to get a jab that had been pushed out to market in nine months.
Does that make sense to you? To me, it didn't take a whole lot of common sense to see through the scam that was here. And get this now, Skins. We're going to talk more about these shots in a moment. But here's what here's where we're going. Here's where you can know that they knew all along what some of the problems were. Because get what's what the new and, and they used every tactic in the book from gaslighting to shaming you to bullying to financial destruction of you that you couldn't get your job or go to work or your kids couldn't go to school and get an education. And now and now the gaslighting get this skins. Here's a couple of headlines before we take a break. They knew. Why didn't the unvaccinated do more to warn us? The unvaccinated knew what we didn't. Some of them said too little. Most said nothing at all. A lot of blood is now on their hands. Okay. <laughs> so you and I just sat back quietly behind the mic and didn't say a thing. And well, well, not only that, but it's our fault. So we've gone from the scumbags that didn't want to put our arm out and didn't want to go along with this. Now we're the scumbags because we didn't go along with it. We didn't stop other people from doing it. I, what did I say from the beginning? This was about taking us from, an, uh, from a society of individual liberty and individual responsibility to collectivism. I said one of the things that was so egregious about this, so toxic, so anti-science, was the idea that I'm responsible for somebody else's health. That there's any choice that I make that affects anybody else's health. How about before you get any type of prescription, medication, or shot, you do the research yourself thorough research and decide whether that's best for you i'm not responsible i said at the time i'm not why why do i have to get the shot in order to protect you if this shot protects you because it never did oh if you love granny you'll get the shot or you'll wear the mask or you'll do this so now again once again it's my responsibility that i didn't warn somebody it's your job to use common sense of reasoning and make your own decision. And if your decision is you trust these shots, I don't care. Trust the shots. Get them. That's your, that's your right as an American to say, you know what? I, I've, I've done the research. I feel like there's risk. I feel like I do think that it saved lives or whatever. You know, if you're on board with that, go get the shots. I don't care. Now we've got, here's another headline. How do we prevent discrimination against the vaccinated? They trusted the science. Because of their bravery, they survived COVID. How does that even make sense? How do you say in on the one hand that they were they were dupes and they were duped to get the shot and then turn right around in the same headline and say that they were brave, they saved themselves from COVID from these shots? Because by the way, everybody who keeps getting COVID are the people that got the shots. Now experts are sounding the alarm about an emerging new threat vector, a virulent Hate movement targeting vaccinated folks. I, I just said, I don't, I, you know, if you've gotten the shot, that I don't care. I said at the time, go get the shot. You get the flu shots every every year. I don't get the flu shots. Get whatever shot you want to get. Get whatever shot you want to get. The problem I had was the communistic controls over our society. And Telling tell us it, you had to. And, not, and, and controlling our lives in order to force people to get it. You're not going to get to work. You're not going to get to go here. You can't go to, you know, you, you, can't man, you can't maneuver through society unless you get this particular shot that they lied to us about that didn't work in the first place. Going to take a break. We'll talk about more on the other side. AK, dynamite in a dress. 
or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't mind me during the break trying to make a little appointment to get my hair did. I actually, the reason why I'm wearing a hat tonight and wearing my We The Kids hat is because <laughs> I bought a new shampoo and conditioner and it just, my hair, it looks, I, I look like a hobo that hasn't been near a shower in like, you know, months. And so um, I had to wear, I had to wear a hat and, and try to, try to figure out how to degrease <laughs> my hair. On top of it, I've got major allergy attacks happening to me tonight. So I'm just kind of a mess. I'm a mess, I tell you. <laughs> hey, going to read a few comments out um, to those of you smartest, greatest people ever on the Facebook Live stream right now. Stay tuned. Uh, next segment, bottom half of the hour, we're going to be bringing in William Jasper. is going to be talking about the enemies of the state and the the uh, weaponization or anti-weaponization committee and some other breaking news happening with Jan 6. Um, Want to read some comments, though. Um, uh, Donna Renee says about the shots, the nurses and doctors knew it. Yeah, that's why there was so many of them that didn't want to, uh, to get the shots and those that didn't cooperate or force it on their on their patients and those who didn't get the shots or force it on their patients. Many of them were subject to uh, losing their licenses or whatever happens to doctors, I guess, you know, issues with the medical board, as well as the fact that doctors were denied in order to, you know, um, keep people sick. They were denied the opportunity to just prescribe whatever medicine they thought was absolutely um, right for, for patients like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Don also says the jabs uh, never did prevent contagion or transmission of the virus and the manufacturers knew it. Well, that's why they had to change it. And as well, the government had to change the definition of what a vaccine was, right? For, you know, um, so they're actually not vaccines. And so I don't use that term when talking about these shots because they're not a vaccine. A polio a polio vaccine is a vaccine. You get you get the shot and you you know you're not going to get polio. How can you consider this a vaccine when the more the more shots you get the more I, I mean everybody I know who keeps getting covid are, are only the people that ever get the shots. They're even admitting now it doesn't they they had to shift it to say first it was you won't get it or give it then it was um well okay you just won't get as bad of a case you won't go to the get as bad of a case um of it and then it was like the it was in as proven in Israel where 90 something percent of people all have the shots who was all dying in the hospitals in the summer of 2021 it was it was not it was not a pandemic of the unjabbed it was a pandemic of the jabbed few more comments here i think somebody commented about newsmax and at&t yes at&t um has declared that they're ending the contract i was sent a statement today by newsmax that um that i I guess at&t and direct tv has decided they're going to start some kind of opinion-based channel and in some stupid way to try to appease uh, the conservatives on Newsmax, they're going to launch some some channel. I mean, Newsmax is the fourth biggest, fourth most successful channel. So they're going to get rid of that and launch some newbie opinion based programming that nobody knows about. Come on, we're not stupid. AT&T, we get the suppression that's going on here. And we're going to discuss that more with William Jasper at the bottom half of the break. I want to continue on with uh, about the shots getting back to this Pfizer thing with this guy um this this Pfizer executive was talking about and how they he was bragging about how they were they were planning on and talking about and working on mutating the virus so they can uh because uh, you know he's like hey the viruses mutate how can we get in on this and get some more shots going 
was the point. He says, quote, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. They'd rather we not, but we do these selected structure mutations to try to see if we can make them more potent. So there is research going on about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There better not be any more outbreaks. He went on to say that Pfizer is a, quote, revolving door for all government officials. He says it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. It's bad for everyone else in America, I'm quoting, because if the regulators who review our drugs, you know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to go work for the company, they're not going to be as harsh on the company where they're getting their job. This is why this is one of the one of the institutions are, are you know, we got to get rid of the Department of Education. We need to get rid of abolish the FBI and the DOJ, in my opinion. You can't really get rid of justice because that's, uh, you know, um, the judicial branch is, is is an actual branch of our government. But at this point, do you think that the FDA, which is basically in bed with big pharma, is that working in any way from the American people? What's the point? They're, they're, they're our enemy. We, they, to me, they need to be completely demolished. Somebody said to me the other day, should we have a Department of Public Health? I think it should maybe be at the local level. I, 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 what do you guys think? I'm open to ideas. I mean, do I like the idea? America was, we were the technological innovators for the world in every area of society, whether it was the, inventing the telephone, whether it was flight, or whether it was technological innovations in terms of science. That's why our medical care was always the, um, the greatest in the world before our government took it over. Um, but like all, like in every situation where government grows, the quality of the product goes down because it's all about control and graft and corruption and people making money off of it. And at this point, I see the FDA, the CDC, and the NIH as, on balance, a force for bad more than I see them as a force for good. And here's how you here's here's a measurement that I use for that is the fact that at no point. And Skins and I pay attention to this. At no point have we heard any public service announcements or any official from the CDC, NIH, or beyond talk about how you can boost your immune system naturally. You know, it might even be different, Andrea, if they if they did both. If during the last two mm-hmm. years they said, hey, you know, the vaccine, it's an option, but you really should be taking care of your body, taking the supplements, exercise, but you've heard nothing on that. Not a word. Not a word about eating right. Not a word about putting the fork down. Not a word about exercise. In fact, what they did to us was counterintuitive. It was hurtful to our immune systems. You don't lock healthy people in their homes. You don't, you don't, we created an increased an obesity problem with our children in this country by shutting them, shutting down schools, locking them in their homes and shutting down extracurricular activities and then telling them if they want to go back to sports, even though we knew as a government, that the that the, the that one of the biggest lies, if not the biggest lie, about COVID from the beginning was that everybody had an equal chance of getting it and dying from it. And when they knew that wasn't true, they knew it was primarily seniors and seniors with comorbidities. And yet they had to, in order to, to exploit it for power, they had to crush young people and crush them with with shutting down schools, denying them their extracurricular activities. And then if they wanted to go back and play sports, then you got to put your arm out. And be jabbed. Remember when they had us also like wipe down every single surface we came into contact with? And what they, you know, and then what's not told is you actually need some of the good bacteria you come in contact with actually keeps your immune system balanced. Right. Absolutely. 
They one of the reasons why they think we have so much of a peanut allergy issue in this country is because for some reason many years ago, back in the eighties, I think it was, or the night I don't remember when it was. I'm not a big peanut butter fan, um, but there was all this caution to parents to don't let your babies or your little kids eat peanut butter. And then, you know, they they weren't exposed to it. And now they've got an allergy to it. And now it's it's deadly. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in first time on the show, William Jasper, a senior editor at The New American. He's got an article out called Enemies of the State. And we're going to talk to him about this Jan 6 because we ain't ain't dropping this Jan 6 story because you know what? It's not being dropped against us. You think just because you haven't been rounded up yet, it doesn't have anything to do with you? Mm-mm-mm. We're going to talk about it when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Shifting gears from the enemies of the state within our, quote, public health departments from the FDA to the CDC, the NIH, the NIAID. Now we're going to shift gears to some other alphabets. We're going to have a discussion with William Jasper. He is the first time on the Andrea K. Show. He's a senior editor at The New American, and he's got an article out about uh, the enemies of the state. He is his. Let me tell you all a little bit of his background since he's first time on the AK show. He's one of America's top investigative reporters. Not enough of them out there, right? He was uh, most renowned for investigating the Oklahoma City bombings and aftermath. Who remembers that, right? Uh, terrible. For decades, he served as an accredited correspondent at the UN in New York and at UN summits around the world. I know not all y'all are fans of the UN, but these are some serious creds here. And he joins me now to talk about his piece, Enemies of the State. Hi, William Jasper. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Well, thank you very much, Andrea. Pleasure being here. Okay, so um, I loved your piece, and I encourage everybody to go read it. Um, there's, you know, there's not enough people still. I think you and maybe Julie Kelly, right, are still talking about Jan Six. Uh, Julie Kelly, uh, uh, Mr. Beatty, uh, mm-hmm. and a few others. Yes, so. Uh, the the rest of the establishment media, the legacy media, says, oh, let's just move on. We're going to continue using January 6th whenever it suits our purpose, which just about every day they uh, hearken back to it and claim that we are under siege from uh, white nationalists, extremists, racists, MAGA Republicans, uh, who are domestic terrorists. And, uh, so, and th- so they will constantly make reference to January 6th as justifying all the amping up of the police state, but they don't want anyone to really examine it. Right. And do you have confidence, at least Stefanik um, had made some comments about the House's newly created subcommittee that's going to be, quote, examining the weaponization of the federal government. And she made some comments today. I want to make sure I quote her right, where she's uh, saying that we need to, quote, route out the deep state. She said we're coming off of two years of single party Democrat rule where there was virtually no oversight effectively of these agencies that have run afoul and in many cases, I believe, have committed illegal acts. I disagree with Ms. Stefanik. This is not just a Democrat issue. It's Democrat and Republican. And the expansion of the weaponized FBI and DOJ actually happened under it, it didn't start under the Trump administration, but it actually grew exponentially and expanded under the Trump administration because Trump and MAGA was such a threat to the uniparty system. That's how I see it. How do you see it? Well, yeah, so this has been a bipartisan uh, rush toward dictatorship for the last several decades, actually. 
so when I was uh, writing about the uh, Oklahoma City bombing and a multi-year, very in-depth investigation while we were doing many other things, of course, also, uh, that was during the Clinton administration. And just prior to that, we had the George Bush Sr. administration, which you may recall uh, Timothy McVeigh when he uh, uh, initiated the, the bombing in Oklahoma City, uh, blamed the attacks on Waco and on Ruby Ridge. Those were under uh, George Bush Sr. So the, the, the federal uh, amping up of federal police powers was, has proceeded under both Republican and Democrat. But particularly under, uh, under the Democrats, we have seen it being turned inward. In the past, we, we usually considered the FBI, CIA, NSA. They were looking uh, after the bad guys that were overseas uh, uh, terrorists or uh, communist uh, countries like uh, Russia, Germany, etc. at that time during the Cold War. Uh, and for the most part, that was true. It was those, those individuals and uh, the hardcore left, uh, communist, subversive terrorists, SDS, etc. here in the United States. It, under the, uh, the Clinton administration, and especially under the Obama administration, and now under Biden, all of those apparatuses have been turned inward against now the perceived enemy of the uniparty, the uh, elites in Washington, the permanent government, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, are normal Americans. What we saw January 6th, the vast majority of people participating on January 6th at the big rally there were hundreds of thousands of people there. Only a small fraction of those people went to the Capitol. And out of that small fraction, only a small fraction actually went into the Capitol. And out of that, only a smaller subset actually engaged in any criminal activity. And so, uh, but we are seeing the Justice Department, the FBI, the Marshal Service, all of the federal constabulary turned against uh, regular Americans, uh, everyday Americans, uh, and, uh, and, lifers. Yeah, excuse me for interrupting. We're talking to William Jasper, senior editor at, at uh, The New American. Um, you know, it's it's not only, um, I mean, it's it, 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 they're turning against everyday Americans to the point to where they're literally throwing Americans into prison for a belief system and denying them bail. We had a judge that told a defendant that I'm not going to I'm going to deny you bail because I suspect that you still hold some belief that there's that something untoward happened in the election. That yes. it, 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 which is that's the crime. the The crime of of it should not be that you hold a belief that's contrary to the state. The crime should be that a judge is denying this man his constitutional rights because of a political belief. And then, in terms of the FBI and the DOJ pushing out this narrative and turning against the American people, look at the lies of which they that they they have literally trumped up and fabricated and manufactured charges against innocent Americans. Case in point this week is Julie, I think it was Julie Kelly who wrote this article about the fact that, and, and um, who, I'm sure everybody remembers, and initially the lie was that Officer Sicknick had been killed by a fire extinguisher wielding Trump supporter in a MAGA hat, right? To the right. De- he'd been bludgeoned to death. That he, he had been bludgeoned to death, to the point to where he was treated like a hero with the heads of state. He was laid in the rotunda, rotunda for crying to Pete. Come to find out, he died two days later of a stroke. Then they had to, uh, then they shifted gears and claimed that, that what caused the stroke was that he'd been tear gassed, and they actually charged 
charged a couple of defendants for that crime. But there's but now we see body cam footage that the tear gas incident was friendly fire from the Capitol Police. But yet they were still trying to charge this man with 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 a crime that didn't happen. And what what happens in these cases is even when occasionally the the media uh, backs up and backpedals and reverses and admits an error, uh, then it gets repeated again. Uh, that that is soon forgotten, and you see it repeated again by the politicians, uh, by Nancy Pelosi, by Joe Biden, by Liz Cheney, and all the media uh, regurgitates it and uh, conveniently forgets that. Oh yes, we were uh, we were uh, fact checked on that and proven wrong. Well, um, going forward. From here, what confidence do you have? I, I don't. I don't think the solution is to try to route out the deep state. To me, how do you route out the deep state? That's like saying we're going to go ahead and bring one hundred and fifty thousand people out of a chaotic withdrawal out of Afghanistan, and we're going to supposedly, in the meantime, be vetting who's who's an Islamic terrorist among that. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous to me. I think that the FBI and all the the federal law enforcement needs to be needs to be dismantled. We don't. I mean, you know, when was the last time the FBI thwarted some kind of international or, or terrorist plot. I mean, every time we hear of a mass shooting, it's somebody that was known to the FBI and they didn't do anything to stop it. Don't we have don't we have enough technology now to cr- where where local law enforcement and state law enforcement can communicate across state lines to bring bad guys to justice? We just saw a little bit of that happening with the Idaho murders. Uh, I, I don't think we need the FBI. We certainly don't need 17 intelligence agencies because none of them are solving any crimes on that end either. It's just all being weaponized against us what do you think the solution is to end at at the very least what you're saying uh is that we don't need these fbis and these agencies when they've shown now over and over again during the uh whole trump administration uh where they actually came out and were, were working against the the man they were supposed to be serving the president who'd been elected by the people and so we had the the james comey's and the john brennan's and the uh, uh, James Clappers and uh, all, all the rest of them who had have been proven, many of them to have, have uh, lied under oath and before congressional committees uh, committed perjury over and over again and then engaged in, in acts of actual treason against this country trying to overthrow our government. They're charging the people in uh, on J6 with insurrection. Uh, and, uh, you know, you've never seen an insurrection that was unarmed. This was an unarmed insurrection. America is the most heavily armed, private-owned uh, arms in the whole world, of any country. And yet none of the people uh, who showed up there were armed. The well, well, I got I to correct you there because Judge Amy... Um Brinkman or Berkman or whatever her name is, um, you know, she she's holding some dude. He's probably going to get 10 years because he showed up with a knife, even though he didn't use the knife and he only brought it for self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so apparently he brought a knife to an insurrection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, and there were other makeshift, quote unquote, weapons there. But uh, it's ludicrous. Meanwhile, uh, just months before we had uh, hundreds of thousands of insurrectionists marching through streets uh, all over the country. It's on, it's on and the, even the mainstream uh, news videos, you can see it, with, with big banners saying, this is war, mm-hmm. tear it down, 
this is insurrection. I mean, they're they're announcing this insurrection, but oh no 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 no, we can't look at that. Well, so and they achieved it in in the Chaz or Chop area, the Chop Zone or whatever it was, um, up in in Washington. Before I let you go, here's another example of um, the enemies of the state, in, in which uh, the Treasury Department is cooperating with the FBI and the DOJ, whose sole function seems to be the end game for them in, through, uh, of their weaponization is to control the outcome of our elections, right? And we can see how they were able to uh, accomplish that, at least in part, with their collusion with big tech and um, hiding the Hunter Biden laptop story and covering that up. Now we find out today the Treasury Department has denied a request for for Hunter Biden records after Comer and others from the Oversight Accountability Committee. I think there's something called these suspicious activity reports. I think that's what they're called. Oh, yeah, the SARS. And there was like financial institutions are required to file. Yeah. And this Hunter Biden's got like over 200 of them. So the House Oversight Committee is like, we need to see these records from the Treasury Department. And she's like, oh, no, sorry. Can't you know, that's obstruction of justice. Absolutely. And what they have to do is they, they may not be able to get it uh, uh, all the way through, but they need to they need to start impeaching. They need to uh, start uh, subpoenaing. And, and uh, Jim Jordan and uh, uh, Thomas Massey and others say that's exactly what they're going to do. Uh, you know, uh, we have to get build a, a fire under all of Americans who, who want to see this country saved. Yes. Uh, we're in a very dark and dangerous place right now uh, where the, the people in government, in power, in permanent Washington are colluding with, conspiring with their army, their street armies that are out there causing havoc in the streets. And uh, so we're going to, I mean, America will go down if we don't, yeah. uh, we don't fight for it. And it's worth fighting for. Well, it absolutely is. We're not dead yet. We've got, there's, we're, we're on life support. And that's, I'm glad you mentioned <clears throat> activism because I've been telling my listeners for a long time, yeah, we want to get, I, I want to make everybody aware of what, what's happening, what are, what are the issues, but then we got to get active. And that includes putting the pressure on our elected officials to do their jobs, as well as to make sure that everybody you know is as educated as possible on what's happening. You can read um, William Jasper's work at The New American at New Amer- thenewamerican.com. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. All right, take good care. Thank you. Bye. All right, now you guys uh, take a little break. I'm going to take one, and then we're going to be back in a few minutes for the final segment of Hour One on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Andrea K. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, I was talking yesterday about how I may go up to Julian this weekend. If it, if it, if it stays warm, I'm not going to go to Julian this weekend. If it turns cold, I will. Somebody posted on Facebook asking where Julian is. It's um, kind of northeast of San Diego where our mountains is. How far away do you think Julian is by way the crow flies? Or how far of a drive is it, Skids? I think it's like an hour maybe. Yeah, he says it's about an hour from here. It's just just the, just a beautiful, lovely little town. One main street, lots of shops, great food. It's just super fun. I think I'm going to take Gator there. I need to um, I need to stop by Iron Mountain though and pick me up a warm jacket or some warmer clothes because I just don't. We don't really have a whole lot of. 
I, I used to go, it's been a while since I, I went skiing, so it's been a while I, since I bought any new kind of cold clothes, and it's just time. You know, they don't, even if you buy high-end, unless you're buying Filson, Carhartt, or Browning, it just they just don't last that long. So it's time for me to pick up some some gear for me to wear in the cold, and if you need some gear to wear in the cold, go to 8493 La Mesa Boulevard, look for the standing bear outside, go inside, Ask for PJ, hang out with my boy Dapper Dan, and they've got everything from jackets and shackets to flannels to sweats, um, all kinds of hats and gloves and, and scarves, just everything you need to not only be warm, but actually look good while you're doing it, and also super reasonable prices. And y'all know I love brick and mortar. I cannot bring myself to shop online. I'm, I'm just, that may be the way of the future, but for me, I like brick and mortar. I like to know that there's, there's, I can go in and touch it. I can see the quality. I can return it if I buy something for somebody and it doesn't fit and I don't have a hassle. There's just so much to love about Iron Mountain, and I just can't tell you guys enough about them. So, Go to Iron Mountain because we got some cold weather here to stay, especially if you're going to take any trips uh, to, to the mountains locally. Um, Carrie Lake. Who remembers Carrie Lake? We, we, got a, we still have an election that's, that's being fought in the courts. And, you know, the fact that Carrie Lake ain't giving it up, she's continuing to sink her teeth in like, like a, a Doberman pincher, says we need more Carrie Lakes. And Skins found a clip, actually, of an interview that she did with Joe Paggs talking about how the big, big media is, is, ignoring, is ignoring her continued fight. Here's what she had to say. And so it's very dangerous what she's doing. You're right. She took all the money out of the border strike force. She's pulling down, it, it, even though it was kind of a pathetic barrier that Doug Ducey put up because he didn't do anything to secure our border for right. two years. And then in, in a panic in his last months, he decided to throw some storage shipping containers up along the border. It was better than nothing. And Hobbs goes in there on day one and pulls that back. She pulls all barriers back. We have Hundreds and thousands of people crossing our border in Arizona every day. It's destroying our state. Drugs are pouring across, but she doesn't care. They want the destruction of America. They truly do. They want to see a destabilization of our state, of our country. They want to see jobs going to people here illegally. They want the drugs pouring in and killing young Americans. And they want a a lack of law and order so that there's just complete chaos. And then we crumble. And they want to turn us into a communist nation. And we're, we're on the verge of that right yeah. now. It's exactly right. It's Carrie Lake, carrielake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. Righteous fight. She's continuing to fight. I hope it ends up in the Supreme Court where maybe we'll get a conservative court, a constitutionally based court to say, yeah, this isn't okay. People were disenfranchised. Carrie, come back off and thank you so much for continuing this fight. And, uh, and I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you so much. If you want to find out more about it, you can okay. go to... Um- yeah, I, I I pulled the wrong clip. I thought that she was going to talk more about where where her case is. But the bottom line is, is she's continuing. She's continuing to push for it. And instead of pushing for a recall, she does want to take it to the Supreme Court, which is where it needs to go, because we need the Supreme Court, the law of the land, to begin upholding the Constitution and, and protecting our elections. We're going to take a break. We come back. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. So don't you go away. We will see you in a momento. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.